0: You are listening to A Little Too Quiet, the Ferndale Library podcast. It's brought to you by the Friends of the Ferndale Library. And today I'm joined by Detroit-based singer-songwriter, Mike Ward. Mike Ward, Psycho Songs, Mike Ward. How are you? I'm really good, Jeff. Thanks for having me on. Of course, we are looking forward to your performance here at the library for our First Stop Friday local showcase. Uh, We love doing these concerts. You your listener are hearing this uh, i think with enough time to mark your calendars and make your arrangements uh friday april 7th so we're looking forward to that mike and and right before we start rolling mike already gave me a sneak preview you're you're gonna have a special guest which is exciting
1: yeah i'm gonna be joined by cellist sarah gibson
0: incredible
1: really excited about that
0: and this is all concurring right around the time when you're putting out another album this is like your third album in as many years
1: yeah. Yeah. It's a third full album. And, and last year I had an EP and I think I had a single somewhere in there. It's just been, you know, I did a lot of writing during COVID. Right. During the lockdown, I did a lot of writing and, and had a lot of material. And I'm blessed to be part of a few songwriting groups now. They have us writing monthly, you know, and put out a song each month. And in between, I've been doing a few workshops. So I think that's contributed to the uh, the I know it's contributed to the the quality of the work, but uh, having songs that I'm happy with and being able to put them out, and this record uh, "Love Never Rests," which does uh, release on Bandcamp on the seventh. Exciting. Yeah, and that's a Bandcamp Friday. I'll just say that's a Bandcamp Friday, which is uh, you know nice for the artists because we get a hundred percent of um, there. They don't take any fees out and so that's a nice deal if you want to if you want to get the the album digitally that's the way to do it it'll be on spotify a week later and itunes and all of that and physical copies i'll have at the show and and it shows
0: before we go anywhere i think when listeners to this podcast who might not be familiar with you yet Mm -hmm. they might see the title of the podcast or they might go look you up online and they might see Mike Ward Colin Psycho Songs could you just explain right. the whole Psycho Songs origin
1: Growing up having a a really bad Irish temper and playing hockey my whole life my my nickname became Psycho Ward I had I actually had a, a an instructor in college who gave me that moniker and and he went further to say yeah. And when you have kids, you know, there'll be maternity ward and, you'll, you know, you <laughs> every type of ward was used. But psycho ward kind of stuck. And I had a really bad temper for a long time. I, I think it was grown out of some passion for for the creative work I was doing in advertising, but also the frustration of uh, of that business can can weigh on you, the stress of it it's a, it's a high stress, high strung business. And I was in it, you know, in my, in my early twenties and, and probably, uh, you know, needed an outlet because at that point I had sort of set music aside a little bit to concentrate on doing what I thought would make a good living. And it was a good living, but that basically that followed me all throughout my early years. And it it just kind of stuck. So when I started just sort of self-publishing music on my own, just putting songs together. I use psycho songs and I had a freelance business on the side doing design and I called that psycho graphics. So the psycho part of it has sort of kind of lived with me since my teens.
0: Mm (laughs) You've come out the other end uh, of this all, not angry at all. You have a very calming presence. I've I've known you for the last four-ish years, and you've been just a constant calming presence with like uh, a message in your music that really uh, fortifies that sense of calm and restoration or fortitude or just positivity. In fact, there's a song on the new record that's all about... Uh, positive, looking for something positive, you know, so you've, you've been, you've been on a a quest for the positive.
1: I think I have. Yeah. And you know, if you, if you step on the ice with me though, still today, I still play hockey and my buddies who play hockey with me can attest that I'm, I still have a, a bit of an edge.
0: (laughs) Adrenaline, adrenaline (laughs) takes over, but talk about the music that you've been making, uh, and, and where that comes from. When have you been, a lifelong folky. Have you been a folk singer? Totally.
1: totally, Uh, from, from early days, uh, in my house, I'm the seventh out of eight kids. So I not only did my mom and dad have, you know, a lot of music around and my dad and my mom were both, uh, they were interested in lots of different genres, but they had music from like Odetta, um, Ian and Sylvia, Pete Seeger, Oh, you know, real, you know, stalwarts of folk music. And then my older brothers and sisters, you know, they started Simon and Garfunkel and the Beatles and Joni Mitchell and Bob Dylan and those were around. So I was I was sort of absorbing all that. In the meantime, I was singing in choirs. I was in church choirs. Mm -hmm. So I think I think of myself as a I Vocalist first, mm-hmm. um, and I I play I I I try to improve uh, my playing. I I feel like I I accompany myself, uh, you know, as well as I can. And I like to I like the adage of uh, Jackson Brown, uh, who says you should always strive to be the the worst player in your own band. <laughs> 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 Which you know, in his case, that's He's still an awfully good player, but, you know, he, he said, you know, surround yourself with, with good, with great players. And, and certainly on this record, that's no exception. Um, That has been one of the more uh, that's been one of the real joys of, of taking the songs as I've written them as simple, you know, folk songs and then adding elements to them to just give them a little a little more life mm-hmm. uh for the recordings and you know i've now realized that 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 recording lives as one thing my live shows live as another thing and you know i just don't i don't have the wherewithal and to to put a band out there all the time i s- so admire everyone who sort of lives that life and rehearses with bands and and puts shows together for me it it works i just tend to always be a solo or or probably at the most a duo or trio Mm -hmm. um but simple simple performances but you know gathering all the people for the record was was a blast
0: oh yes we're gonna we're gonna get to that because there's some incredible cameos um on love never rests the newest album but Uh, let's look back to the, Mm -hmm. the previous two particles to pearls, uh, darkness, light, like thinking on those influences from your youth, what do you think, what was it about them that really stuck with you? Uh, because you have very reflective songwriting, you have storytelling going on. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about those aspects of folk and what you appreciate about those, those classic troubadours?
1: Yeah. Well, I think, uh, you know Paul Simon was a huge influence just in terms of you know how he he used a little bit of poetry but yet used common language at the same time you know to get his points across and i think Dylan to a certain degree did the same thing i was i was probably less of a Dylan devotee Paul Simon was sort of my sweet spot and then that sort of Transition later to uh, being heavily I- influenced by Springsteen, especially the Nebraska album, mm-hmm. uh, the sort of rawness of that, and it sort of let me, you know, into that that side of it. And um, and John Prine, John Prine has always been sort of to me the gold standard. I, I, there's a there's a lot of other great singer songwriters who that I admire who put a spin on things that, that sometimes they can do something, you know, that makes you smile or makes you laugh. Like Lyle Lovett, uh, you know, has done that on several of his albums and, and, uh, Robert Earl Keane and, uh, uh, Loudon Wainwright the third and, you know, people like that. I kind of gravitate to those. And I think when you listen to a song like content, you know, or you listen to, you know, even, uh, our turn to shine or, uh, you know, uh, other, other songs that I've done that, that they hit, they kind of try and balance that sense of humor Mm -hmm. with a sense of like maybe biting, uh, uh, either politically or personally. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then, you know, I write a lot about from a personal standpoint, Although I try and sort of make it accessible, you know, stories about my family or stories about about people that I've known in my life or situations that have happened to me. Or in some cases, they make, might be an amalgam. You know, like there's a song that's called Broken. It's sort of a, an amalgam from a lot of different stories of songwriters that I've known who, try, who were making a living, a bare living, you know, on the road. And so I sort of, you know, borrowed from a lot of those, those influences. Mm
0: -hmm. The thing about John Prine, he's singing about, he's singing about a screen door, uh, or uh, Paul Simon, when he sings about, uh, you can call me Al, he has that lyric, a man walks down the street. So the, so, you know. You do that sort of same thing where you're painting these pictures and there's a character and you're setting and there's yeah. you motion and you can see them because the lyrics are, yes, poetic at points, but also really forthright. And that common language that, that you talked about, it's not necessarily the uh, stuck inside a mobile with the Memphis blues again or the, the all right. along the watchtower where there's kind of these kind of flourishes. You, yeah. You, like one of the... One of the songs, uh, and we will get to the cameos too, but one of the songs that I think we can maybe transition to is, cause you were kind of hinting at it, uh, is a newer song, I think it's called Smile. It's about photographs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That one really hits me and that one's really, that is all about you and your family. Um, what, yeah, was it? what was it like know, to write dad, that one?
1: My dad's a de- was a dentist okay. and honestly, the start of that song came from when he passed away. He was 95, lived in 95, practiced dentistry till he was 85. But he was also a phenomenal amateur photographer and videographer. He shot 16 millimeter, he shot 35 millimeter slides, two and a quarter slides. He had a Polaroid camera early on. He was always, he had modern photography magazines stacked up everywhere. He when, when he passed away, we had this huge family portrait that my friend shot and it was just done really quickly. We we were in, in the back room at, at the place where we all had lunch and we hadn't had this many family members together in one place in a very long time. So we all sat down and we got this really great series of shots. And in some of them, we were cracking up and some of them were really serious and that. But the one common thing that you see in our family are our smile, mm-hmm. the smile my dad and my mom gave us. And and so, you know, being a dentist, I sort of wanted to play with that and play with that smile and play with kind of sometimes, you know, you smile or you're aching inside. You know, it's like that that was the picture that I was looking at and that was the you know the sort of the inspiration for it
0: and then let let's kind of get into the cameos too okay. there's another song that's really powerful and i think features one of your own personal best vocal performances
1: Rise up.
0: I can get the title right. Is it Falling No More? Yeah, Falling No falling More. Falling No More, which uh features the singers from from Giacomo. Uh from
1: Giacomo about- and it also features Amy Petty. That song so there's a lot of songs on this record that that were a result of of um prompts, song prompts mm-hmm. from the the song hall group that I'm part of. Uh it's a group of songwriters pretty much all around Michigan. There's a, there are, are it's getting wider. There's actually uh, one from Portland and one from uh, Texas and one, I think uh, someone from uh, Nashville now, uh, but Kyle Rashi, uh, who I'm going to do a show with later this month um, on the April 22nd, but he's, he w- was a Kerrville winner last year, Kerrville songwriting award winner in the year before a finalist.
0: He writes beautifully about Michigan, Michigan locations. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's a great songwriter, but he's also really good. Like he's, he's sort of a good cheerleader for all of us. You know, he, he, we have a prompt every month at the, by midnight, the last month, like on the 31st, I've got to have a song posted this week. And our, the, the prompt for falling no more was actually fall. It was that, I mean, it was pretty straightforward and, um, i had this thought of falling from grace and was where i kind of started uh and i i sort of started the the falling motif and then i didn't want to have it all be you know on the down downside of it and so i wanted to sort of pull it back up at the end you know to rising up and and kind of it's sort of you know trying to balance that it's like there's There's struggles, there's tough times, but we all have to look for wherever we can to rise or to find little glints of hope.
0: Yeah, and that's Tessa and Allison from Giacomo uh, uh, who have beautiful singing voices uh, and awesome artists in their own right who add to that. And then the opening track, Currency of Forgiveness. It's a
1: long haul. There's bumps in the road It's only heavy If you don't share the load No regrets Big or small Always say I love you Before nightfall Worth all you have And nothing less Life keeps you up at night But love
0: But help me out, Mike. I, I think the title of the album is threaded into the lyrics of that song. It is, and that song features Annie Bacon, who's also great, another Michigan oh. artist.
1: Yeah, Annie Bacon just came in and and just and she she joined me on two of these tracks, and I I met Annie a few years ago, uh, and uh, we just hit it off. Uh, and this is the first time we've actually collaborated on a piece, but we've done some, um, we've done uh, I think three house shows together, uh, where we've we've just just the two of us trading songs and stories, and had a great time. And I just love her; she's got so much spirit, and she's a master at harmony. I mean, she's just her her distinctive vocal. I mean she came in and she treated that with such care and then you know having um uh, one of the other uh, artists on the record is uh, grant flick played violin on that track and he was uh, new to me and i met him through david roof and he was i don't know if you're familiar with the north country opera the folk uh opera that jay Steelstro wrote 40 years ago this last s- late summer, last year, late summer into fall, they revived that for the 40th anniversary of the opera. It's a folk opera all about Michigan and it's great. And, um, Grant and, uh, David Roof, um, were uh, part of the band mm-hmm. that, um, that was playing for that. And it featured, Rochelle Clark, uh, Chris Buhilis, um Brad Phillips um, were in the cast. And when David was, uh, we were trying to uh, find a, a violin player who had the same uh, kind of a similar feel to Lucy Little, who was on Particles and is also on um, Lost Love Letters. Uh, on these tracks and um grant was he's just amazing mm-hmm. he does some work with uh django django phonic mm-hmm. nice. uh, out of ann arbor but that that song currency um that was inspired by uh a letter written to a young couple that a friend of mine his, his um his daughter's best friend was getting married and they were going to the wedding and they had a gift, but what they wanted to give them was something based on their 46 years together. Mm -hmm. And I, when I read the letter, I was like, as a, you know, there's some, there's some great advice in there about just, you know, how you, how you have to sometimes look past the immediate uh, argument or the immediate chaos or whatever is happening and remember why you are together, Mm -hmm. why why you were attracted or why, you know, you stick together. And that was where the song came from. And that the line about uh, life keeps you up at night, but love never rests uh, is where the uh, title comes from.
0: You know, when I heard love never rests, that, it seemed like it was calling back to or in dialogue with the title of a song from particles which was let love lead the light let love lead the way and i was like yeah well, this is uh again coming back to that calming presence that you are you are really bringing this energy of of love uh when we are in tumultuous times when we are in dark times and especially when we were in really existential times <laughs> you know 2020 we're all we're all in our houses etc but you have darkness and the light. And you're talking about light uh, particles. Was really thinking about time yeah. here on on love never rests. Uh, maybe it is more life. I, I hear a lot of uh, I think yeah. I, that word fortitude, resolve, picking yourself back up, that whole kind of thing. But yeah. do you, when you think about this album, what do you see as the the thread leading yeah. the way, as it were?
1: Well, I think that that thread of resiliency. Yeah of of you know finding finding ways to push through uh and and keep your eye keep yourself kind of balanced on that and you know a little the the all we're hoping for Mm -hmm. has a little bit of that uh that song does and and it you know it's it's a simple piece but you know has that message is what I, what I'm really striving for. And I think, you know, the common thread, I think on, on a lot of the songs is either, either a lost love or a love that has, you know, in the song there, I was there, that, that was a little bit of uh, a love that never really came to fruition. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, there are there are those moments. And then there's the love of family between, you know, with with a smile and Sunday morning. Sunday morning was not the lyrics were not written by me. That was a poem that that we found after my mom had passed away. It was on a floppy disk that that was labeled recipes and we wanted her recipes. And when we got the disc open, we found a file of her poem. And this was something we didn't, you know, we knew my mom was creative in a lot of areas and, and, you know, but that was not one of the things that we sort of knew about her. And this poem, I didn't change a word. I just uh, repeated a couple of phrases and um, it seemed appropriate to finish this record with that.
0: Reverent. There's a lot of reverence on this album. There's yes. really a lot of reverence on, uh, a lot of your music, it, I almost imagine a lot of your songs being distilled to you saying, don't you see how special this is? Maybe fill in the blank of what yeah. you might be singing about. Right. But that uh, just appreciation of the present, appreciation of uh, what we have, uh, and, and it's... It's really refreshing to listen to uh, in a in an age that feels like it's becoming an ever more cynical age. You're an antidote. You're an antidote to cynicism. Uh,
1: and I can be as cynical as the next person, ah. but I try to I try to to be you know put a positive spin. And I think uh, you know my relationship with my wife helps that along. Um,
0: you're on the cover together.
1: Yeah, that's that's not a coincidence. That you know she. She has always been um, right there beside me and really has supported this and and I know that it it wouldn't happen without her support you know and then this project, you know she really has um, has blossomed in in her own right in terms of uh, she joined the board of the Trinity House and she's become a trusted, uh, you know, friend to a lot of musicians and to a lot of venues. And, you know, even as a Trinity House representative, she's she's gone out to like the Folk Alliance uh, um, conference and she, she had a room that she booked of, of people and met all these artists and then reported back to the Trinity House. And she's going to do the same thing at SURFA which is the, in the Southeast uh, in May. And so, you know, having her on the cover, it it, it just, it's, we're in this together. You know, while I'm doing the singing and the playing, she's out there connecting with people in in a way that, in a way, honestly, that that I'm sometimes uncomfortable doing. (laughs) Um, She is she's always been a person that i mean we can be standing in line in a movie and all of a sudden she's in a conversation and you know knows history about this person you know it's a special uh uh gift that she has and i think if you ask most of the you know the musicians in in our circle uh they will tell you you know, without a doubt that she's just a special force in this uh, music area now.
0: We should say this is Angela. Of course, we're talking about we didn't yes, properly Angela. identify her. <laughs> Sorry. but like, but we've been talking about uh, we've been talking about light, and it just seems like she brings light into every room, um, yeah, and to your into your life too, Mike. You <laughs> sound very life. sound very reverent for I am for your <laughs> I, for am. Your, I uh, am,
1: and I'm very thankful.
0: Your better I half, am. yes,
1: yeah. and I reference that uh, you know an occasion uh, in songs. Uh, there's a reference to. Angie and Compact Life. Uh, and that's kind of a lighthearted song, but there's a, there's a tip at in the last verse that is definitely, you know, to her. And there's also a, a verse in, in I Follow, which I Follow is a very, is as, as deep as, as I go. And that's a song that Kyle really um, gave me some good uh, lyrical Help. Uh, and that was in another that was another uh song hall uh song i think there's six on this record
0: <clears throat> and we've kind of in abstractly referenced dylan uh you know i mentioned folk singer and i think that you know dylan kind of conflates that into thinking that you're necessarily maybe being in that classic vein of woody guthrie and doing protest songs mm-hmm. and you have songs where you do address and have social commentary, but there is a lot of songs that again, are just more of that reverent, are you aware of what's special in your life? That kind of like really just warm restorative feeling that you can give people. And it reminded me when we think of folk singers of something Audrey Kubat, one of your contemporaries here in this community said that, well, when you think of folk singer, we are singing about Folk. We're singing about people. We're singing about things yeah. that the folks can relate to. We're singing about the stories of people. Yeah. So that is the folk singer. Uh, yeah, I just, I just think, I think you've really come into that mold. So thank you. Uh, also, it's just, that's what, they, yeah. it, it's interesting because Dave, Dave
1: Roof, uh, you know, I've worked with on three records now uh, and it, actually he's the, the three records, the EP and the single, Uh, career advice he's he's been at my side and is a trusted confidant and you know um but he said when we completed the mix on this he said he said this is a really fine folk album
0: absolutely Uh, and it features uh incredible cameos from other folks literal folk singers yeah Uh, and it's just a reflection of how how deep that bench is uh to make a sports analogy of the even just even just southeastern michigan's little pocket of folk singers let alone the greater michigan area Yeah, and
1: and the talented players you know beyond you know you've got so i had amy petty jill jack is on there i was and jill jack actually provided the, the kind of the seed to that song she had a line that she had been sort of playing with, but she didn't really have anything going with it. And it was called uh, the wrong side of nowhere. That was that was where she had it. And she said, you know, if you want to play with it, you know, and then we, we had one session at my place. And then, you know, she had a horrible health year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she had, uh, Long COVID and and heart issues that were uh, led her to basically step back. When she um, when I was re- recording that, I recorded my part and we got everything done. And she was starting to do shows again. And I contacted her and I said, "Hey, here's the track. How would you feel about coming in and adding your vocal to it?" And she was she jumped at it and. And that, that was really, really excited that she could be part of it because she sort of started it and, um, uh, that's fun.
0: Excellent. And so what are you looking forward to in the year ahead? What do you, just the week ahead even?
1: So, well, it, you know, tomorrow night I'm, I'm doing I'm starting that river, the funky river town fest, which is going to be, uh, the 28th, 29th, 30th, 31st and first, uh, so out nipsilanti five yeah out Lanny. david roof put it together and man it's got a lineup like crazy good lineup um and uh i'm part of the opening night uh there's two sets of um four songwriters so we'll do two rounds and uh there's uh, mark jewett and joe sarapair dan hall uh, morris lewis Lynn, i think it is last name uh stewart uh um, Bembo, Chris McGorry and Candy Frederick. Uh, so really good company there. And then, you know, it goes for the rest of the week and it ends Saturday. So uh, I'm part of tomorrow night. And then, uh, next week is our, the show at the library. That's right. And folks. that's, I'm so looking forward to that because we release on Bandcamp that day. Um, and uh, Lori uh, Stratton has been helping me um, with uh, a lot of my communications and um, pieces. And uh, as I understand, the Detroit News is going to have a little feature on the sixth uh, about it. So that's kind of cool. And then from there, we we then hit kind of hit the road a little bit. More. The twenty second, I'm at Wiltsey's out in Clarkston with Kyle Rashi and then may is on the road i'm going to akron on the 29th of may or 29th of april then going down to Asheville, north carolina to the folk conference and may 13th i'm in grand rapids at the stray and may 19th i'm in chicago at Will's wesley's and then may 20th at at, uh, the coffee house in milwaukee so and and then the summer's going to be filled with festivals and shows
0: excellent well folks listening to this podcast uh it dropped uh if you're listening to it on the day of saturday april 1st that means you have plenty of time to get ready to get to the newsstand on april 6th to pick up the mm-hmm. detroit news you could also tune in to wdet on Monday, April third, and I'll play a song, uh, and then you can see Mike here at the library on April seventh. <laughs> We're looking forward to it, Mike. Thanks so much for joining us on the podcast.
1: Oh, thank you, and Jeff. I I just have to say, I you have been an incredible supporter uh, uh, of my music and of what I'm doing. Uh, you know. We none of us who are independent artists get to do this without the help of a lot of people, and you have been one of those people that have for me, you know, for all of us in this area, especially independent, you know, bands or independent artists, to get on the air on WDT is so cool because it's like all of a sudden you get texts from your friends, and they're <laughs> like, Hey. <laughs> You know, it's like, you know, it's uh, Kyle has a funny song about validation of, you know, that he says, you know, it's like one of the few jobs you have that, you know, when you tell somebody you're a singer songwriter, it's like, you have to kind of prove it. You know, you have to go, yes. Okay. Here I am. There's my page on iTunes. There's, I remember doing that in a bar in Chicago and, (laughs) you know, pulling it up on iTunes and going, yeah, there I am. And the guy was like, Oh, you really are.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But thank you. Oh, yeah. Happy to. Happy to. Uh, Well, thank you, uh, listener at home, for listening to this latest episode of A Little Too Quiet. It's the Ferndale Library podcast, and it's brought to you by the Friends of the Ferndale Library. If you want to support us, you can go to ferndalefriends.org, but it would also be helpful if you rate, review, and subscribe. Or if you leave a comment, it'll help us find more listeners. Or you could just tell your friends about us and tell your friends about mike ward and tell him to come to the library on april 7th we'll be back next week with more thanks for listening we will